Locally made, naturally delicious. We built this city. This is the Elijah Har Show. With former Speaker of the House Elijah Har. Well, we're joined live in studio by a very special guest this afternoon, Kathy Jolloy. Kathy, welcome back. Thank you. As we do every day, we start off with a question of the day. Question of the day today. How much water do you drink in an average day? Does Topo Chico count? Yeah, that counts, right? Then probably a good 64 ounces. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on this new thing. I'm going to talk about it next segment. I, I'm already, but I'm on this. I've got a powerlifting competition on Saturday. Okay. And one of the things you do in advance of it, um, you have to weigh in the day before and you drink a whole bunch of water for several days and there's like an escalating time and then a sharp decline. And so today I have to drink 250 ounces of water. Oh my word. Yesterday I drank 224. The most I'll drink tomorrow, I will drink two and a half gallons of water. And so you're, you spend your whole day in the restroom, but then on Thursday, I would just go down to a gallon. And then by Friday morning, it, it, your whole body has just been like emptied of all the water. And so it helps, it helps make weight, but it also flushes your system. Okay. A little bit, okay. So. Well, anyway. Chico is my drink of choice. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, I don't know if you drink or not, but down in Texas, I was down there and everybody drinks tequila and Tapa Chico and limes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like it, every bar you walk into, it's like the first thing they offer you. It's weird. Okay. That's where I first <laughs> discovered how everybody drinks Tapa Chico. Okay. Yeah. Kathy Joe, let's start with the most important thing. You are in charge of the 7th Congressional District. You guys have a fundraiser coming up. Talk to us about that. We do. On October 21st, it's going to be super fun. We're going to have an auction. Uh, we've got a quilt that we're auctioning off. We're selling a GOP cookbook where people have contributed recipes that have been, yeah, except for you, Elijah. I, know. I, will, I Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, too late. The, it's printed. <laughs> we're selling it for $10, and and then we're going to do dinner with a congressman. Um, I did a handmade quilt that we're going to auction off. So it's going to be really fun on October 21st. Um, the dinner is uh, pulled pork and beans and, and potatoes, and then there will be a cash bar. And then there'll be live music, and at 7 o'clock, we'll start a barn dance. So it's going to be really fun. Talk to me about the quilt. The quilt is a flag. Uh, it looks a little bit like a flag little patchwork quilt. It's 62 by 72. It's a picnic blanket, essentially. Nice. And uh, we hope that brings in a lot of money. Um, I only sewed through my finger once. so. <laughs> Joelle has this one blanket that she got from one of these fundraisers, and it's got... It is at each square is a different sign. So it's like it, this is it's Parson Lieutenant guy. I think this was a 16 campaign. Yeah, yeah. So it's but it's one of my favorites because when you like lay it out, you can see all the campaign signs. Yeah. I love, it's one oh, of my I love quotes, that. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Uh, OK. And this you said October 21st. Where's it at? It's in uh, in Brookline. Let me read the address. so I get it straight. It's 5085 South Farm Road 115 Brookline, Missouri. That's here in the Springfield area. And they can go to our Facebook page, 7th District Fundraiser, and they can buy tickets online. We have an Eventbrite set up. Or they can just let us know they're coming, and they can buy them at the door. A lot of people don't know. What does the 7th District GOP do? Well, we want to be really active in making sure that the Republicans uh, 
ticket stays strong, that we have good Republicans running. So when we have primary races, especially here in Springfield, where they're tough and we could lose a a Republican seat to a Democrat, we want to make sure we win those. So we want to get out the vote. We want to door knock for those people. We also are going to hold caucus trainings. We're going to hold um, a couple of candidate schools. And then we're also going to try to uh, beat this abortion thing that's coming on the ballot. We're going to try to fund things that we can do to see that we stay the the heartbeat bill stays strong in Missouri and we say abortion free Missouri. You know, I think this is really interesting because 40 years ago, the party apparatus was everything. And now the party apparatus, a lot of times gets lost in either the campaign apparatus or the packs that, that exist yes. for candidates. And so people forget that there's, there's an organization out there that their sole job is electing Republicans, organizing. It's, it's also interesting because in Missouri, you don't register by party. Right. And so in states where you do, the party apparatus is a lot of, of focusing on the people that have registered Republican. Here, you're, you're organizing and a lot of times you're trying to turn out voters in certain good precincts or people that you previously knew were Republican, but it's a very different yes. apparatus than you have in other states. Yes. How yes. long you been in the role? Uh, this will be my, coming out of my first year, end of my first year. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Very nice. And then we're going to deviate a little bit because you're also, Switching roles because you're going to run for state representative. I am. Cody Smith is terming out, and I've decided I'm the person that should run for that seat. Tell us where that seat is. It's most of Carthage, and then it goes down into Joplin um, on the east side of Duquesne and goes down about 32nd Street, encompasses the mall. Does it grab Web City? It doesn't. No, Web City's not part of it. I don't know my geography quite well enough to know if that was in there. It's a little south of Carthage in the Joplin area, Dunwig. Some, some little small, tiny little areas, but, um, and like I say, it encompasses the college and the mall. So, and we were discussing this before we went on the air, but right now, nobody else running in the seat against you. Nope. Nope. I'm the only one and, and I'm going to work hard and, uh, represent the people of Southwest Missouri. Right now, I'm out there doing the fundraising thing that everybody hates and then, um, but meeting those businesses and constituents and asking them, what do you need from a state representative? Tell us if there was two or three issues that you hear about the most from people. What do you hear about? Well, school choice, uh, parents really do want choice. And that's one of the things that I'm trying to clarify. School choice is an anti-public school. We want school choice so that public schools can do really, really well, that they're untethered from the things that are bothering them or binding them uh, to not be able to educate the kids that are in theirs, but also to let parents choose the best role for them. I have five kids. They all needed something different. And then the other thing is that they really feel like the government's encroaching on them in ways that they shouldn't. They want more freedom. They want. Uh, they don't want to worry about another pandemic coming and telling them how to live their life. And I think the last thing is frustration with Jefferson City and IP stuff that didn't get done. They are really disappointed that the legislators don't seem to get the things done that are important to the people. So working on restoring trust that we can work back and forth. Now you've, you're 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 fortunate because you're running for the house. The house is the one that always seems to pass everything. Have you considered the Senate? Because the Senate's the one that's not passing anything. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not even going there. I never thought I'd run for office. I always thought maybe someday my husband would. But the more I was up there championing for things, and the more I saw some dysfunctional things, I thought I want to be a voice for the people, and I want. I think I can bridge that gap. I don't think government in itself is bad. Governance is important, um, but we've let politics get in the way of good governance. You know, one thing you were mentioning earlier, five kids. Tell us yeah. about your five kids. Okay. 
I have an adult son who's 42, just graduated from his residency program. We dragged him back from Tennessee, even though they have a better tax policy there and they, they have better schools the there. Policy. But we dragged him back. He's practicing at my husband's hospital, Cox Lamar. We're pretty proud of that. And then I have uh, three daughters and a younger son. Uh, 14 years difference between them, but that was not on purpose. But uh, we adopted our last three out of foster care. Oh, and that okay. was something that... Uh, again, we didn't look for, but uh, it's been such a blessing. And that's when we noticed that every child is different. And so every child is unique and we need to figure out how to meet those needs for those students. And so that's what got me into the school choice rally. <laughs> it is interesting because, and you, you and I have been on that school choice brigade for a while, but it is interesting because there are, you know, I was homeschooled growing up, but my kids now go to a public school. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel's kids go to a Christian school. My small group, they go to Christian schools. And there's like three of them, three different ones in Springfield. And it's so fascinating because there is school choice if you can afford it. Right. All we're trying to do is do school choice for those who can't afford it. Right. Break down those walls that are, that are in, that, that, that are, are an impediment to that. And it's something that seems like it'd be pretty valuable. Yeah. I was fortunate. I homeschooled my, my last four that graduated. They're all college degree, you know, and so, um, but I graduated them as homeschoolers. But I was able to use resources. My husband's a physician, but I was looking at these poor children that we were in bright futures and ministering to and working with and trying to teach them to read. And as I would drop them off at their, where they were couch surfing or their hotels, what choice did they have? And I saw something different that we could offer these parents. And I thought Missouri was open to that. And I learned quickly, nope, that's not the case. I, people don't understand this, but I always say that educational choice is also a, it's an economic incentive. Yes. Um, our, we, we moved from Iowa, who had no, at the time no school choice, to Missouri because of the homeschool laws here. And you hear this, uh, especially in Christian County, which has grown so, so fast the recent years. You hear about people from the West Coast who are moving here and they're like, schools are a big part of that. And this, the opportunity to, to move to the Midwest, we wanted to get away from the crumbling schools in the West Coast. But then they get here and they're like, well, we're sort of boxed into one, one, one size fits all. And it, it's nice to see the, the conversation around school choice continue. We've, I, as I say, we've nibbled around the edges for years. We've yes. never done big and broad reforms. And I think that's on the horizon. Good. I hope so. I hope Tell so. us a little bit about, you know, for people that are thinking about, oh, what's it like running for office? What's the next steps? When do you file? When's the campaign begin in earnest? Or so, the lack of campaign, if you're lucky. <laughs> yes. So I came out early. Uh, we file in February, February 27th. We have about a three-week period, so somebody can jump in. And then, you know, we hit the ground running. You know, we'll start with Lincoln Days, and uh, we won't stop until August. I think it's 6th this year, uh, the, that first Tuesday in August, and that's when the primary, and then the general, of course, in November. But it's a big year. We've got governor races. We've got presidential races. We've got caucuses coming up. Uh, I don't think people realize that you need to show up for a county caucus if you want to have a voice in who's going to represent you as the presidential candidate. Who uh, of all the events that you've got next year, what's the one you're mo- most looking forward to as a candidate? Jasper Newton Lincoln Days. Oh, interesting. It, it's, a, it's always a fun event anyway. And it's what's big. The, what's the big, isn't there a big parade in? Is it in Carthage? Or yes, in, okay. Maple Leaf Parade, and that's that's the one. I'm like, if I was running in your yeah. area, I'd be so excited to do that. Yeah, well, one. I my husband's building me the most phenomenal float this year for the 21st, the same day as our, and so you're going to see a sparkly. So that, when is that parade? Is that's that, the morning of the 21st of October. Oh, that's coming up. Yeah. Okay. And so and then by that time, hopefully, I've won the primary, 
And I'll just be in the parade just enjoying the fruits of that yes. labor. Yes. We see pictures, and it's the perfect time of year. Leaves are changing. Everything looks amazing. So that's and Carthage the, is gorgeous. Carthage is a very gorgeous Carthage. community. Yeah, you're going to be really lucky there. Um, all right. Well, Kathy Jo Loy, she's in charge of the 7th Congressional District. She's running for state representative next year. Kathy Jo, what's the number of the seat you're running in? 163. And if people want to find out more about you, whether uh, website, social media, how do they do that? Kathy Jo for Mo 163, and it's the number four. And so Kathy Jo for Mo163.com. And I'm on Facebook, and I'm pretty active on Twitter. I'm trying to behave myself, not make too many people mad. <laughs> do you, do you, are, are you on Instagram? I am. I am. <sighs> this is a, I'm not on Instagram. To me, X is it. That's all I need. But everybody I've talked to, that's like the thing. It I, is for the younger kids. And if I want to follow my grandkids, I have nine grandkids. I have to follow them. I thought, I thought, I thought they'd already like moved on to like TikTok. I thought, I thought, well, I don't do TikTok. Mind. Well, I don't either. <laughs> I'm old. I'm 62. I mean, I, <laughs> you're not that old. <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm, I'm in the ballpark. Yeah. Listen, Facebook is for family. Instagram is for friends. And then Twitter is for everything else. That's the rule. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to remember that. That's the, well, no, don't. Because I, I don't want you losing and then coming back to the studio. <laughs> well, and I've also, I think there's also a difference between urban, suburban, and rural, what people are on. Right. I, I think, right. and I yeah. think, I, I know people dog on Facebook. I think it still probably has the largest reach, but I don't know. I, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if I'm selling myself short not being on Insta. Uh, I think you need to. It's a fun. It's, Snapchat? We doing that? Is that I don't do thing? Snapchat. My kids do, and they snap me, and I don't even know how to look it up. Yeah. I'm like, they've, my, I've, I've never, I've never. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I'm a snapper. I'm a oh snapper's probably God. my top thing. <laughs> That's it's your probably. top thing over X? Oh, over X. I, I meant way of communication. Oh. Snapchat's probably the top way of communication that, for me. That's why you don't reply to me. Yeah, because you're not on Snapchat. Because yeah. you're old school 50, tech. 60? I can't remember. But in the yeah. ballpark, <laughs> you realize there were no smartphones when I was in high school. I was like 30 before smartphone. Thank, 40 maybe. Thank the Lord, right? Yeah, thank exactly, exactly. All right, Kathy Jill Lois, she's running out in Carthage for state representative next year. She is the chairman of the Seventh District Congressional Republican Party. We've got a big event coming up on October 21st, 21st for their fundraiser. Go go to the Facebook page if you want to register. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Elijah. All right, we'll be right back. We'll answer the question today. Maybe I already started to. And don't forget, coming up at 5 o'clock, we're going to have to talk about this Trevor Bauer situation that's going down. Wrongful accusations. We'll talk about that at 5.